Yes, you can text me on 9292 and you can email dickens at newstalkzb.co.nz. What a strange and surreal and wonderful weekend that I have just had. Full of magic moments and a load of ironies. Not least of which was the fact that I, in fact, buried my mother on Saturday. I know, not, not the way you normally start off an editorial, but it's exactly what I did. I buried mum on Saturday in the family plot of Turkow, a year after her death. She's been sitting around all that time, probably tutting, uh, fair to say, as the family took their time to lay her to rest. But, you know, it's my mum. And what with her messy estate, uh, the incredibly stuffed flat that took months to clear, uh, getting the engraving on the headstone, the $300 it cost to get the Waikato District Council to dig a little hole. Gosh, they make some money on this, don't they? Uh, It meant that uh, time ticked by, so eventually we finally got round to doing it a year late. So on Saturday, my brother and I uh, gathered in Tuaco, of course, the, the home of Sir Edmund Hillary and my mother, of course. We said some words. Uh, we had some silence. Uh, rain clouds and rain skidded by, and the wind whipped through the manica. And we laid mum to rest, and it was moody, and it was sad, and it was funny, and it was touching. So anyway, Sunday, uh, speaking of the rain, was spent listening to the rain, which came and came and came and came and came and came and came. And came. With perfect timing. Why does it always pour whenever there's a king tide? It's like Mother Nature wants to flood us away. Oh, look, there's a king tide. Right, let's chuck down rain for two hours. No, two days solid. But there was a rare break in the weather, and we walked the dog down at the local park, a park that's only just been tidied up after the last big storm over a month ago. So it was a bit heartbreaking to get down there and see three huge trees down, two big macrocarpas snapped in two. How heartbreaking for the crews to have to go back and do it all over again. So the irony, coincidentally or possibly ironically, the storm coincided with a new study on Kiwi's attitudes to climate change undertaken by the insurer IAG. Here are the results of the 1,000 New Zealanders polled. 88% of us think we're going to see more severe flood storms and inundation as a result of climate change. 84% agree humanity is able to reduce climate change. Just 10%, though, think we'll take appropriate action. But the best thing about the rain over the weekend was the ability to watch the sport and what sport there was. Over two days, I saw some of the best tennis I've ever seen from two of the best players ever, Djokovic and Nadal. The match took over five hours. Thank heavens it was broken into two episodes by Wimbledon's ridiculous scheduling rules. But there we go. Two days of it, two two and a half hour matches, same two players. And the fact that the best tennis and one of the longest matches was being played by two of the oldest players was a delicious irony, as I get on a bit. The fact that both semifinals went to final set advantage rather than tie breaks is a big debating point. My feeling is that the tie breaks should kick in from 12-all in the fifth. And then we have the final of the Football World Cup, which saw the best team win the tournament. Having lived in France, I understood the delicious irony in this match. Because France is a funny old nation. It's both extremely liberal, but it's also extremely conservative. It's a country full of immigrants, uh, full of immigrants who are hated. Uh, The Arabs and the blacks are confined to the banlieue. Those are the outer suburbs, and many of them are packed into high-rise ghettos. I lived in Nice. The banlieue were up a valley. There was no sun up there. It wasn't pleasant. Some of my mates were up there. It was horrible. But you know what? For generations now, look at their football team. It had a certain makeup. In this World Cup, 80% of the team were immigrants, mostly from Africa. Mbappe is from the dreaded banlieue. 
80% of the team not born in France. And get this, one third of the team were Muslims. And the same could be said about Belgium teams as well. And the, the irony here is immigration may indeed be the scourge and the topic du jour of Europe. But boy, they turn a blind eye to it if it means you win a World Cup.